ladies and gentlemen welcome back to we need to talk about and this is episode three with your favorite girls femi and eniela yay so <laughs> <laughs> okay all right back to it um so this week we'll be reviewing three movies right yeah. um love and basketball american gangster and Heat, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Um, and we are very excited to, you know, talk about our feelings about these movies because I have a lot of feelings, <laughs> especially about Love and Basketball. But, you know, we'll get into that, you know, yeah. much later. Maybe maybe just to start by saying Love and Basketball films. I mean, it, it came out like what? 2000, 2000 right? Yeah. I probably was 15 or 16, thereabouts. Yeah. I'll leave you guys guessing my age, you know. <laughs> lady can't say these things. So I, I was probably I think you're 16, give, 17. Give it out. Yeah, but, but now I'm saying different things oh, now okay, so people can right. guess. <laughs> so, and, you know, I'm just like, ah, all that romance going on in the movie. What was I even thinking? Because I was a yeah. child. Yeah. Because watching it again recently is like... Ah. unlocking new levels of you know um, <laughs> secrets in this movie uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, and you know to think the was there all along and we and didn't I, even yeah, we didn't realize you know, yeah. yeah but girl she don't crack at all no ah. black don't crack black don't crack okay so really quickly we're just going to go through the synopsis right okay. um, this whole story this whole love story because love and basketball really black movie but it's all about love romance you know fighting for your passion and yeah. all of that right so Monica and Quincy I mean the movie was called Q um, they became childhood friends and when they moved across yeah when they um, moved across from each, each other, other you yeah. know aspiring to be basketballers really you know um, Monica being the first female um, first female to to be drafted into into the the NBA NBA. and then of course Q because he was following his father's dream Zeke who was Mm -hmm. also a professional um, b-baller as well Um, you know Monica I think the only thing I could think about for Monica on this on this end was the fact that Monica was overly emotional um she was a teenager though yeah yeah. overly emotional I just think that okay back to the synopsis before we go into it right so overly emotional um Q um who was or who is Omar Epps yeah. Um, he was a natural talent, you know, fly boy in school. I thought he was all that, so oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they were friends and gradually they became lovers. But this entire story just shows us how um their love for basketball and you know, the journey towards their love for basketball almost threatened to tear their love apart. <laughs> and I think they were <laughs> I think they were apart for a bit shy. Yeah. So like, yeah, it told them about yeah, yeah, over five years. So um, let's start with the good parts. I don't even think he has any bad parts, Sha. So, Femi, let's go. What do you mean he has? Um, first of all, the bad parts, uh-uh. not not about the movie, not like the movie has a bad part, but like, you know, the parts where he might not like in the movie was when, um, you know, when he real- when he found out that his dad, you know, um, actually impregnated the that lady, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, he wanted, um, what's her name? <coughs> Monica. To um, to what's the word? To 
comfort him but then she had to go because she had curfew exactly and you know if she didn't if she didn't meet her curfew then she wouldn't have been able to start you know on the next game and he was really salty and really had he was giving her attitude and all of that like being in his feelings and then you know just making her feel bad about choosing um choosing basketball over him but in that moment like you should realize that that was her passion right i mean do you have what what do you think about i don't know so okay just a bit of a background right so q b baller um everybody loved him um they just got drafted to usc um they were on some sort of football um basketball Basketball scholarship scholarship, in uni so q was having a great time you know just being the baller of the year in school and then she had to struggle exactly so I get that, right? But one, one curfew missed. Ah, uh-uh, doesn't mean the end of the world. Your boyfriend was literally in his feelings. His feelings about and then something you that his dad did over him. Come on, no, no. There's you know, more to life than. Yes, there's a part about passion, but there's more to life than. No, but I mean, your I passion. think we should have to think about it from like you know, the female perspective. Um, you know, again, black, right? So, like, when did she think she was ever going to get another opportunity to start? And you know, she—I mean, she already had this whole altercation with the with the sophomore in the in the locker room. You know, it's like, don't let a freshman take your spot. And so she also, she needed to prove herself, right? And he should have understood, not being salty and yeah. being in his feelings. Well, shall, shall we see what now happened now? What, what happened? He was he, on, yeah, he. The, the relationship now. Well, and he, again, it was his fault right? because he was selfish and then he was also narcissistic and manipulative. Uh-uh. Fair no, it's true. So that time where she caught him, um, where they had that party in some, some, um, yeah, I think he was trying to get her attention. Bad and he move, wrong move. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have done that, he right? He done everything against yeah, her. We're talking about kids here, right? What, they were in uni. They're probably 19. Uh-huh. What did they know you? What did you know when you were nineteen? <laughs> what did you know when you were nineteen? So, <laughs> so and look, I'm not. I'm all about the girl and her passion and all of that, right? But I'm also trying to to stand in his shoes. He really needed her at that point in time, and his hurt couldn't allow him, blinded him from seeing how selfish she was to request to make. That, that sort of, of yes. Her. I mean, yeah. again, like you said, he was a kid, she was a kid, so exactly. you know they could have. I don't know, found a way around it. I'm able to give context around this part where I said he was manipulative, right? It was when um she was definitely, she was rightfully mad at him for giving her attitude, right? And then, you know, she goes to this party, she sees him, you know, talking with this girl, you know, they're being, them being all, you know, flirty and flirtatious and just being all over each other. And then, you know, um I think she she gets mad at him and then he now gets mad at her, right? And says, you know, where were you when I needed you the most? And then all of a sudden she's and then he, oh he's now said oh he wants to break up that he doesn't think he uh-uh, doesn't but think that's he not what no Femi back up a bit back up right uh-huh. no <laughs> back up no back up a bit because you know in between then right mm-hmm. you know when he came to that party she was supposed to have gone to his house to go but and she, see him but she but did no she she had gone out with her friends first because after the game they won. and missed. His own game, and then didn't go to see him. So you see, it's it's very it's easy for us to judge because we're not there, right? If they were really, really, truly, truly, 
um, real people. Um, the person <laughs> that wrote the movie, I've forgotten her name now. Yeah. She, she says it's a semi-autobiography of oh, some okay. sorts, right? Okay. Of her life. So maybe like snippets of her life yeah. and all of that, right? Yeah. Put yourself in Q's, in whose shoes? In Q's shoes I, as I well. No, Sorry, I it's, can't. It's unfair. I'm a woman. His, his dad, the person that he modeled his life. Crimea River. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he, he was shocked. He was disappointed. And okay, you know, so Happy I don't think that it was just because she didn't wait for him till past curfew right it was also the fact that you know after curfew then you know by this time she had become like a big shot yeah. uh-huh. and then uh-uh. and then she was still crying a river and she was she was having fun with her friends when she won the game yeah. she could have she could have freed them now and gone to look for her boyfriend but too. she she managed her time properly right she uh-huh. went no she went out to celebrate and then she left them That's at some point fair, but and she went missed his to, game as well considering the fact that you know that how many games bo- of has did, did he miss uh, they didn't show us that one don't let's be judging like okay. that they didn't show us that one well, but movie. we don't know he no, might have missed some no, games they too they did not show us that one in the movie <laughs> let's, don't let's be thinking for them they didn't show us what they showed mm-hmm. us in the movie was that she missed his game and he said something right mm-hmm. I know you're going to argue about this he said mm-hmm. he never would have to choose between her and basketball because she already knows what that choice would be which I felt was ah, yeah but I I, I feel like he should have also considered her rights because he knew where she was coming from. And, well, and he could have also put that into consideration. Now, since both of them did not consider each other, now, they <laughs> broke up for five years and then came back later where she was now saying, I've loved you since we were 11 know, years right. old and that shit won't go away. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, but what I wanted to talk about, you know, this manipulation thing, because oh, clearly it's, it's, really, it's really resonating do, with do me, you, right? Do, we want, do you want us to go personal, darling? No. What's going wait, on? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so it's like he, she was mad at him, right? Mm-hmm. Rightfully. And then he now turned it back to her. And I said, oh, it's because, you know, you were not there for me. And then he now said, I, I, can't, I'm, I can't do this anymore. You know, I don't want a relationship anymore. Yeah. And then she now ah. went into fixing mode. Like, oh my God, we can't no, fix no, this. We can't too. do this. No, but she, it's like, well, I think you were she just mad said, at him. I think she said and something around... You made him manipulate you. Like No, she said something women, around... Is there, the is there anything... Is there anything I can I do, do to, to fix it? Is that to vex? Is there anything I can do? I just said, shoo. <laughs> Same old mistake. It's always your fault, right? I, but to Ooh, be honest, see, right? See, without see, arguing, right? Yeah. 50-50, they were both at fault. Yeah, I think well. we could agree on that one at least for me okay i don't think that the guy was all that bad it was both their faults not mature enough to handle yeah. such a situation yeah but but please did you see gabriel union yeah i mean the body banging though but banging sorry. no and still I, banging I till this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so their their first kiss when um, Maxwell's This Woman's Work came on oh yeah. my god like <laughs> this is my high school they to finish me <laughs> this is my high school whoa, like whoa why did they have to play that type of music first of all uh, and Maxwell's then we go when we were that age like what did we know was This Woman's Work the like, I think yeah. oh my god it, it was too romantic for me mm. even watching it again yeah, on, and on that's why they wanted to finish. If me. you are single, hmm, don't watch this movie because you know you've been looking for somebody to go and 
Sorry, maybe my mom is listening to this, so let me not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think the reason it was that intense was, did you know that shortly before they filmed the movie, right? Omayap, Sans, and Alethan were dating. Oh, I wonder when that the chemistry was... It was, uh, it was oh. off. Even the intense gays yeah. they used to give each other, like, uh, you know, really you know. That's cute. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They're dating. Um, so, I want to talk about something again about the movie, right? Um, you know, when Monica and her mom were, you know, when she was much older mm-hmm. and she went back to visit mm-hmm. um, and then she and her mom, you know, they got into this altercation and she was, she called her mom Prissy, um, you know, because she didn't want more. And it was clear that, you know, Monica resented her mom, right, for not going after her ambition, um, for just, you know, choosing to stay at home, to look after the kids and not, you know, doing stuff for herself because, you know, her father said so. Um, but what do you think? about that oh and then she also felt like she didn't care about her sporting career right because you know she wanted her to be like a she wanted her to be more ladylike mm-hmm. and she was complaining about oh why are you being such a tomboy and all of that so um what do you think about about that you know it's sad but you'd realize that sometimes that happens with um the mom the proverbial mom and daughter relationship where your mom is struggling to model you um, maybe to be a Proverbs 31 woman for example (laughs) you know and every other dream sometimes might seem might seem on on towards like because for her in that time in that climb you know the idea was for you to go to school to go to college Mm -hmm. study to be a lawyer a doctor and then get married and start pumping out kids. Yeah. And then this and child, homemaker. exactly. Then this child wanted <laughs> to be a big baller. <laughs> and you know, even the way she was dressing up, <laughs> yeah. you know, deep in the woman's mind, though, the woman probably thought that this girl. Are you sure she likes boys? I, I'm sure that's where it even started from. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. just because she didn't even like wearing dresses yeah. and all of that. And Monica, on the other hand resented her mom because she felt like her mom had or she felt like she had an idea that you know her mom could do so much better so much more, yeah. her mom could be a catcher yeah. her mom could you know be more ambitious yeah be more ambitious yeah. right and then you know the fact that her mom was just always ironing and doing all of those stuff <laughs> it just looked like NFA yeah, you didn't even I, have any future ambition yeah. right and then the mother on the other hand is looking at her and saying that this one is very ungrateful mm-hmm. I literally had to step back yeah. from my dreams to take care of you yeah, guys. Yeah. You guys, um, for lack of a better word, are my KPIs. Yeah, right. And your deep success dive. is my <laughs> deep dive. Your success is my achievement, <laughs> right? And I think that was why they didn't agree because Reginald Hall. I can't remember her name in the movie now, but Reginald Hall was a bit more like her mother's yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah, and. Like the girly type. Yeah, you know, Monica was a bit foreign to her. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. ah, how can it be that this child came from my lungs? <laughs> this child. And you're my child. Yeah. And this is, this is, and you're so beautiful. And this is mm-hmm. how you choose to just go about your own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think, and it happens, right? Sometimes mother and daughter relationship. Yeah, true. I think yeah. it happens more when you're a teenager, though, when you're just arguing with yeah. your mom, anyhow yeah. you like. Because then they think, think they, right. yeah, and you know everything, and, you and your mom is like, and, "What? Yeah. <laughs> I will not allow you to go. <laughs> I will not allow you to go in the way of the devil." But 
the soundtrack though it had all those you know nice old school jams mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. guys were Gen Z but you know we just know all these all these but you know you're not Gen Z okay sorry <laughs> just, just stick with the fact that you're a millennial Love and Basketball is a movie that everybody should at least watch once in their yeah. lifetime because um, you know it's it explores love ambition you know, trying to find your identity. Um, you know, I also like the pursuit of your dreams, right? Like, what would you sacrifice to, you know, achieve your dreams and to achieve your goals, right? Um, you know, because I think in the end, she said that, you know, um, she wouldn't have chosen him or something. So. No, no, no. I think what she said was that, you know, so she stopped playing basketball to go and be an accountant. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, your life I is basketball. And she yeah. said, um, without you, was, yeah, uh, without you, there is no basketball. Right. So, yeah, and then it's like, so why she didn't? Why did she even have to? Why did she? Why did she feel the, feel like she needed to choose between him and basketball? Right? Like you can have everything. Like you can have it all. So you know, you don't yeah, have to choose. Uh, well, but yeah, the end showed that you right? can have it. All. But you just need to be able to make compromises, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyways, so um, Love and Basketball stars um, Sana Lathan, Omar Epps, um, Gabriel Alf- Union, Alfred Woodard, Boris Kojo. Uh, oh yeah, that's true, Boris Kojo, um, Regina Hall, um, and you know a host of other like prominent um, black actors mm-hmm. and actresses. Mm-hmm. So um, it's definitely a must watch. Whatever gen you are, Gen Z, Millennial, Gen X, American, Baby eleven Omar. over ten. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> enough about love, guys. Enough about love. You know, let's go into. Why are you singing? What's going on? It's because of Denzel. Yes. My Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> the rock boys in the building tonight. Looking at feeling. Okay, sorry. I'm just trying to sing a song from the soundtrack of. American Gangster. So, I'm just going to go straight into it. Um. And then I'm sure we can pick up a bit of the story as we go along. Mm -hmm. But pretty much it's the rise of um, Denzel. Because I would just like to call him that. Rise of Denzel, Frank Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was in my brain. The Frank Lucas story. It's a true story, right? And Frank Lucas died, I think, 2019 or 18 or something about that time. Story of an American gangster, his rise to prominence, to fame, Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that he was the black guy that was running things even above the Italian Italian mafia mafia. during that time. And even though it's obviously, you're not supposed to hail him. But you know, Frank Lucas, as far as I was concerned, was more like a done, like, yeah. wow. If only he could have focused his energy on more positive things. Like he, what? In those days? It would have made it now. Because How? see all the even the the technique, the logic in moving coke. No not coke, what was it? Meth? It was coke. It was cocaine. Was it heroin? Booger sugar, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Is there, it yeah. was, yeah. Coke was it Coke? Yeah. Okay. Um, moving that straight from um, Vietnam, straight from Vietnam, yeah. you know, cutting, cutting off, off the middle man. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So he could have done anything. Yeah, but like what? But he chose the life of crime. So in that, you but know, you can't really knew. hail him as much. But you know, you just be like, ah, uh-uh, but boy, you have sense, right? Yeah. And you secretly are just proud of him. Like, oh, um, well, yeah, he just finished everybody, mm-hmm. and yeah. he just moved to the top of the food, food chain. chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah that's his story really and how you know he survived yeah. he was a success and at the end of the day they caught him and he went to jail and while he was while or when they caught him he became an informant yeah. and, and you know the story just the police, yes yeah. and, but, and all of that um so i just want to draw parallels you know between him and the um the policeman that was you know trying to get him right um so they were both you know the best in their field like he was a great de- detective Frank was also a great, you know, businessman. Yeah. But then one thing that I also I also noticed was that they were both shit partners, right? Like, so um, Frank was, you know, um, he wasn't really nice to his wife or his girlfriend, um, his wife, Miss Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, on the other hand, um, the detective, he wasn't really... Um, a great husband because he was mm-hmm. filing for divorce from his wife um, because she was complaining that he was never around. <clears throat> he was never there for his kids. And, you know, that's what you find with, you know, detectives that are always hunting, you know, going after, like, the next criminal. You know, they devote all their lives to, you know, catching that next criminal and they don't really care about, you know, their family um, and all of that. So, and then, you know, on the other hand, you know, we have Frank Lucas as well, right? Like, he was all about, you know, trying to make money, trying to be the top of of his own um in his own industry um you know going around killing people um but not really being like the best husband because i feel like his wife was lonely do you think so yeah i think he still kind of loved his wife more than mm. he went to save her in that car now they were going to come on she's his wife they're going to kill her he did like her you know why he did really like her because his mo was to be very um, what's the word now? Very low key. Yeah, very, very low key. Right? Yeah. And then she bought him that, that mink, that, coat. that chinchilla coat. I feel, and then everything yeah. went downhill exactly. from there, yeah. right? So yeah. I think he loved her. Uh, but he was just too business savvy. Yeah, and, and too disciplined. It was to all about the principles. I, I liked the fact that he was disciplined because that's what made him a success. Yeah. Um, I also like the fact that, you know, he tried to take his family out of yeah. the hood mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. That was a good thing. Yeah. <sighs> it backfired though. And... Uh, but come on, Denzel. Den- I'm going by. He's got Riz. <laughs> that guy, he's swagged. It's Riz now. Guys, that's that's what's short for charisma. Yeah. But he's got it now. He's yeah. got charisma. Um he but that's Denzel. You know, I could go on and on. I think um, we should do like an episode where we talk about Denzel all of and Den- movies, Denzel yeah. and all of his movies yeah. and all of that, right? But the the movie just shows that if you focus, you're tenacious. Mm. Right? She, words, <laughs> and you're passionate about what you do. You go straight to the to, to the, the top, top of right. yeah, yeah. You go straight to the top, right? And at some point, he was so you, you know he was moving the coke mm-hmm. through um, coffins of dead. The military, yeah. yeah he was using the military, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was using was, the military, yeah. and then when they now stopped, when yeah. they moved out of Vietnam, then he started passing it through coffins. That's but what that happened. was the last. That no, that's what they, they showed us yeah, now because yeah. in the movie they won't show us everything. But then yeah. if you do like a back end story, yeah. although he was using they the later problem. denied that and all of that, yeah. but I really think he he probably did that right because yeah. he was pushing coke at least after the Vietnam War as well, right? And he must have been doing it somehow. Hmm, okay, yeah, I thought everything ended. 
when when they pulled think... out and then you know because that was when he got arrested right that's when he got arrested yeah. but i think he had already moved some moved, before now yeah. because i'm not sure that they want to yeah i think the everything. last shipment he told the guy was like a thousand keys or two thousand two thousand keys, or something, keys yeah, which or something which would have definitely yeah. lasted him a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> i mean his lifetime and that's so, what kobaji literally right? yeah um yeah but all in all you know great movie i liked all of the parts where he just dispassionately was just killing people, killing people. like just when he, killed he didn't even send um yeah. idris elba's character because <laughs> he was asking for 20 percent of the profits and it's like okay, but you know if you watch from the beginning he, idris he was also like a big boy yeah he was on the same scale as the bumpy um uh-huh, uh-huh. like frank's um, yes or at the top as well so I mean we have quite a number of celebrities in this movie. We have TI, we have Common, you know, we had Chibetel, um even Idris Elba, um Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. And then our main man, Denzel and, uh, Washington. Did you see when he beat up his brother? You know that yeah. scene where he pulled coke in the car in the car right and he was driving his brother he was driving Frank Lucas and then that bad that dirty cop don't you have sense no but did you like the part where you know when the dirty cop Mm -hmm. found the, the car then you know obviously they had to share do one thing share to share know that okay I'm going to bribe you later yeah, yeah. and then his brother was like I'm sorry Frank and then he goes yeah it's okay it's okay right it's like, okay <laughs> and then he entered the car <laughs> shut and, the door and he gave him the brushing of his brushing life. of his life yeah that was good that was good I, I think that's a good lesson in I'm sorry I'm going to go official right in like management right like mm-hmm. You don't throw your your people under the bus in front of like a third party or a stranger or an external person. So obviously you say that oh, everything all is well. All, all is, is well, right, but you know, but like when you get home, you, know, like you just go and spank. <laughs> I think our mothers even used to do it for us. Like when we go out and then you misbehave, they just give you one eye shark. And if you don't catch the eye, yeah, and and they are giving you the eye, <laughs> and they're still giving you the eye, just know that you are dead. Obviously though. they're not going to spank you in front of everybody. But you know mm-hmm. that when you get home. Hmm, it don't be <laughs> clearly I have enough experience in that area so um <sighs> it's okay um what else about the movie um so I really like the fact the part where um this other guy um Frank some Nikki some Nikki person was um poisoning Blue Magic, right? Because Blue Magic was the name of the product. Yes, who was um, that? That was Kiba Gooding. Yes, Kiba Gooding. Um, so his character was poisoning the product, right? People were dying. So then Frank goes to meet him and says, you know, Blue Magic, it's yeah. a brand. Yeah. I stand by it. I stand I by guarantee it. I guarantee it. Like, those post and in my career, okay, better give yourself sense. Like, what are or you give doing? It another name, or give it at another least. Name. Yeah, How dare you? Red Magic. <laughs> and the guy was like, that's not going to work. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that, you know, um, Frank was able to stand by his products, right? Because, come on, cannot come and mess with my, what yeah, I'm my, doing. With my product, right? Yeah. Please, okay. people that that do the franchising kind of business, learn from, from this. Don't let a franchisee, is it a franchisee or a franchise? So whatever it is, figure it out. Franchise, but what we're saying is, yeah. Don't let them mess up your brand. Your brand, right? Yeah, because yeah, you're trying important. to, yeah, it's very important. I mean, and he had put so much into it, right? So, um, okay. So, just personal story about this movie. So, I watched this with an ex, right? And Why are you always watching all your movies with an ex? What's going on? 
Anyways, he was so you know um, Jay Z did like a whole um, album for this movie, mm-hmm. and you know obviously we went to watch it because you know he was like a diehard Jay Z fan, right? So, um, but actually, I think when I watched it back then. I think I slept during the movie because it was really long. Oh. And I was like, what are they doing here? But, you know, watching it again recently, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, this was a, a a gem. And, you know, even though it was over two hours, it moved by really quickly. Like, yeah, you know, normally I'll, have, really yeah, I'll have paused the movie like five times to do one. But, like, I watched it, you know, from start to finish, you know, no breaks, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how intriguing and captivating, you know, the movie was. Um, so, yeah, uh, I would definitely say you should watch it if you to watch it again it. yes it's one of those um oldie but goodie yeah yeah you can um, watch it again i mean if you like like narcos um like all the narcos movies um you know if you're always rooting for the bad guy that mm-hmm. is somewhat a good guy Sha. yeah you know, a bad um, guy that is somewhat a yeah. good guy no but really it really wasn't because coke was doing more harm than good it still is, you know. We can, I, I think the only thing that just made me root for him was the fact that, you know, then just to be a black man to be successful yeah. was something um, very difficult to do. And in that climb, yeah. he was able to move past people, families that, drug families that have been doing it for, for a years, long time, yeah. Right, but... Yeah. In terms of Haley named that he was good, nah, not really. He wasn't a good person because people were overdosing on this thing as well. Well... It's still Femi. Well, he 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 was meeting a demand. That's that's really what it was, right? He was meeting a demand, and you know it was cheaper than, and it was straight from the source. I I, I even think that his was more um pure, right? Because he, since he was getting it straight from the source, he didn't have to mix it with anything. But the others, well, the others cutting. were cutting exactly, mm-hmm. and you know I think that was what was harmful. Hey guys, don't do coke. I am not advocating exactly. for it. Don't do cocoa. I'm, we're just talking about a guy do any who, was, hard substance. who was all about his business, right? Um, so, I mean, just some of the things that American Gangster, you know, it delves into like um, power, corruption, loyalty, you know, and then the blurred lines between good and evil, obviously, which exactly. Femi is having a hard time. <laughs> Trying to sort out in her mind. Yes. But Frank Lucas wasn't the... The model citizen. Yeah. That's that's the that's the story. Yeah. So I think we can dovetail into the last movie now. Yeah, because it's somewhat like so, someone has the same. Yeah, it does right? because it's also good versus evil. Yes, exactly. But um, you kind of like like them. I have this yeah. question for you though. Um, so before we deep dive into deep dive, <laughs> deep dive into. Femi, do you agree yeah. that Al Pacino and Robert De Niro look alike? No. They don't. They do. No, they don't. The only way I can I can sort them out is that Robert has a mole yes. on his face. He's much if, taller. If I don't find that mole, me, I can. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, ah, who is this again? Okay, okay, okay. This is him. Robert De Niro is handsomer, if that is a word. That's not your word. Okay, he's more handsome. Exactly. He's better looking. Yeah. Uh, Not really. I think Alpacino too is. uh, I'm not saying he's not fine, but Robert Daniel is better looking. You think? Yeah. And he has more of a. Robert Daniel has more of a like a swag to him. Like Alpacino is just kind of rough, and yeah, he's rough. He's he's probably. 
he will fit right into Gen Z if he could. I mean, Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't he just have a baby? Well, yeah. At 83? Well, but then he wrote to also just had a baby. Uh, yes. Yeah. Just had a baby at what? 79 as well. Those men, eh? best friends. I know, <laughs> 50 just, years of friendship and yeah they're still they're still slugging it out yeah. um so straight into the movie do you care to share the synopsis heat the movie starring al pacino and robert de niro is a it's like a thriller crime movie right you know that you know looks into the lives of um you know two men that are on opposite sides of the law, right? You know, on one side, we have Neil McCauley, who is played by um, Robert De Niro, who is an expert robber. Let me say armed robber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> expert thief. Okay, let me use the word thief. And then we have, you know, Vincent Hanna, who is played by Al Pacino. That's mm-hmm, the detective yes. who is also, you know, like one of the best detective cops in in LA, right? The um, lieutenant... The yeah, he's a lieutenant, right? Yes, yes he's a lieutenant. Um, and you know, obviously, the movie is about uh, Al Pacino's character, you know, trying to catch the bad guy who is Neil. And obviously, if he catches Neil, right, you know, like his dad's going to be like a gold star because Neil is one of like the most, one of the prolific, you know, um, robbers in in his time. Yeah. Um, and it was it was Vincent Tanner that actually took down the ogre at the top before. Um, Neil, right? So, you know, yeah. it was his mission to make sure that, you know, he caught um he caught Neil, um, you know, so that he can get his ghost down, whatever. And you know, just again, like you said, it's just kind of like American gangster where you have a cop, you know, who thinks that, oh, I'm trying to bring justice to yeah. to to the world, right? And then, you know, we have on the other hand the the bad guy. The Neils of yes, the world. Who are kind of rooting for. I Just, was rooting for Neil. Because I really liked him. He was a gentleman thief. That's what they used to catch us. Because, <laughs> because of his why? Because of his, um, had, his charisma. No, he was, his reason. He was cold blooded, yeah. but a caring, cold blooded killer. I don't know how to tell you if that makes sense, I right? He only cared for himself. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You, he had this rule that. If you can um, walk away if, from something, if you can, if you if you can walk away from something in thirty seconds, if you can't, yes, no, if, if you can't, you can't walk away from no, something, if you can, I think is if you can walk away from something in thirty seconds, then you shouldn't be by that thing. Okay, yeah, right. so yeah, think, something like so that. don't get attached to something yeah, you can't can, walk away from in thirty seconds. For, yeah, yes, in thirty seconds or something like that. And I'm thinking about it. Yes, like because I mean. I liked him because he cared about his crew. Yes, he did. Um, even when he was robbing people, then, you know, he would hit you and say, sit there, yeah. let it bleed out. Yeah. Nothing will happen if you let it bleed out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, lie on the floor. Um, but if you have a heart condition, place your back against the wall. Yeah. That was, you know, so he had like his moments yeah. um, and all of that. But what I didn't like about him was he could never let anything slide. And that's the thing with beef, yeah, right? So what, yeah. if you are digging a grave for someone, you better just dig yours right <laughs> at the side because that's what happened, right? Yeah. And that's why he that, that happened to him at the end of the day. If he could have... If he was the sort of person that could let things Let's slide, think, yeah. right? He probably wouldn't have and he he wouldn't have ended up the way he did. Um True. Vic, on the other hand, as well, that he, one too. I feel like he didn't have anything to lose, right? Like, I mean, and 
that way he was on his third marriage. Exactly. So he had lost yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of was as a, was not really, a lot of yeah. it was as a result of the love for his yeah, exactly. job. Yeah. You know, this the movies the movies that we watched this week just kinda like teach her about compromise. Yeah. Pretty much, right? Because she'll be able to find a balance between your passion and your life. If there is no balance, because for Vic as well, three marriages, yeah, and then he he ruined the last one, yeah. literally, because all he could think about was Neil, yeah, or all he could think hunts, about was yeah. was his job, yeah. you know, very very troubling. I like I like, but but I, I think on. I think one thing about that is that he knew what he wanted. I feel like love and marriage were just on the side for him. He was more about. Then he the shouldn't job. have put people, people in. Yes, uh-uh. exactly. No, no, maybe he should he was not have Only one of these days, and it was like mm, maybe I need a wife, or maybe I need. Yeah, <laughs> but that was unfair to all of the women that he no, married, I mean, right? Definitely. Since he knew that he couldn't manage both, and he loved his job more than his life, Seth. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't even have bothered getting so, married. In the I was first just reading really random reviews about the movie, and you know, something somebody said what struck me was that the movie is about being a workaholic, right? Because mm-hmm. That was all they could both think about. Yes. Neil was always thinking about the next goal, how we're going to do the next goal, what's going to happen in the next goal. And then, you know, Vincent and I was thinking about how am I going to catch this guy? How am I going to do this? How are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. And they're both willing to to like um what's what's the word? To do whatever it to do whatever it took, do whatever it takes. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> to you know, to get their jobs done right. I mean and I think that's something that, you know, we both... You know, life of a workaholic. Yes, right. I was now trying to find a balance. Yeah. At least I am trying to find... <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying I'm, to find find a balance. Yeah, there's balance somewhere. There's oh, some balance in my I'm life. Trying, so. no. uh, no, trying. No, no, yeah, trying, yeah, I'm trying now. No, no, you're trying. I'm trying my best. No, we're not there yet, <laughs> definitely, but we're heading in the right direction, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But I see, I mean, we're not going to, like kill people to get what we want right so we're yeah, not that bad so. <laughs> we're not that bad but yeah we need to find we need to find a balance I liked the part that they met up at the coffee shop yes uh-uh. yes, yes and you know was... they were kind of like looking at marrying yes, each other yes like yes. Uh-uh, you're done yeah. in your own world mm-hmm. and I'm a done in my yeah. own world I really liked that part Oh, do you remember the? I think it was two scenes before that where um, you know Vincent the, the lieutenant and his Guys, mm-hmm. they were in like a, a dockyard. Um, they yeah. were in, in the dockyard, um, and they were they, so they were they were thinking that they had finally caught them. What they what caught, what they were caught about to them, uh-huh. and then next thing, it just clicked to Vincent that no, guys, they are watching. They us. are watching us. We're not watching uh, yeah. them. That was good. And they they now they now they now took us to like the rooftop or somewhere, and we could see um Neil, you know, taking pictures exactly. of them. Yeah. Right. So that was very um. That was good. Yes. Was, I, I like movies that kind of tests that kind of tests a good or let me let me rephrase that right a good movie is when you're kind of most rooting for the good guy I mean rooting for, for the bad guy oh, okay. right because at the end of the day I was just saying hey God don't let them catch him hey God don't let them catch him hey God don't let them catch him and they still you know it was yeah. bad I felt so bad even Vic felt a bit bad you don't think so I think he did because he got to know more about him in the coffee when when they had coffee, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. they found out that they had a lot of things in common. Yes, a lot. It just so happened that they were 
on, on both, opposite yeah, sides. On opposite sides, right? I mean, mm. if they were on the same side, they could have been best friends. I think so. They could have probably been in each other's team or whatever, but it just so happened that, you know. Life. I look at that guy that let me just take you back to that black guy i've forgotten his name now um the one that just got out of jail oh, Joe, yeah and then went on parole yeah. and then he was working in one grill house yeah. and the guy was really mean to mean him to and him, yeah. uh, you know just generally being mean and mm-hmm. telling him that he's going to take 20 percent of the okay. salary yes, can you imagine? so if the guy was nice he probably wouldn't have gone out with them yeah. on that last score and he wouldn't have died, died. i mean all he did was just they shot him he's died <laughs> <laughs> and he just he he just died like that. So I'm like, hey God. And this his wife or his girlfriend was the one that was trying to push him to yeah to just stay yeah. at the job and all of that. And she had to find out on TV that, that he, he had was, died. died. Yeah, uh, that was that yeah. was sad and unfortunate. Yeah. You know. Um, and also speaking to um, Robert De Niro or Neil Macaulay's um caring about caring. Sha. Remember when um Val Kilmer's character. He had an altercation with his wife and yes. he had to move yes. out. Um, and then he now went to meet, he, he, he went to his wife where she was frolicking with somebody else. <laughs> and he said, you better give him another chance. Yes. You know? And I feel, I mean, I didn't quite get that part, but then I realized that he was trying to save his score, right? Because yes. if she had broken up with Val Kilmer's character, the whole heist would have been um, because it would have been impacted, em- yes. emotionally unbalanced yeah. of some sort. So I mean, that's why when you said he was caring, I was like, mm, I think he really cared about himself. He didn't really care about. Yeah, but he, he showed some signs of just being caring generally, yeah. right? And I preferred when he didn't have any girlfriend because uh, he got sidetracked when he now started falling in love. I'm yeah, like, he did, he did. He, should, like, he didn't need he didn't need the girl. But then at the end of the day. Him being who he, he was. was, he ended up like, Omo, I still need to go and kill this guy. Yeah. And then they were already on their way to the yeah. airport. And nobody would have caught them. Obviously, he can't let things slide. And then he had to go and kill that guy. And then he still ended up leaving yeah. the girl that he had gone to go and look for in the first place. So if he had killed the guy then without going to look for the girl, maybe they won't have caught him. You, you get what I mean? Yeah. So he just was what? Um, Overruled his his mantra way, you know. Yeah. Whole, if you can't walk away from something, yeah, because he ended up w- walking away from her yeah. eventually. Yeah. So he should have done that. Yeah. In the first place, so I guess we can rate the movie. No, now what are we rating? Like you have to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you have to. You have to. It's you really have good. To watch it. You have to watch it again. You know, it's one of those movies that you know it blurs the line between doing what is right and what is wrong. Um, I again, you know, I was just looking through the internet, and a number of people also, you know, they were like, after many watches, you know, initially they were rooting for the bad guy, but then you know, after watching it for like five, six times, they're like. Mm, I think I'm rooting for Vincent because he's doing what is right, right? Like, yeah, he, it's not right was, to rob a was, bank. It's not right because the guy was rich, not as if he was poor. Like Neil was rich, right? So, um, and then um, the, no, but the last score was because um, Val's um, character had yeah. asked that he needed one last score because because Neil could have just gone ahead to run away yeah. with his babe his and babe. all of that, right? And then that other guy that had a wife. Could have just gone, yeah. and then he just said, "No, 
the kick is in the skull yeah, something yeah, like that yeah. or day he was the first person that died <laughs> and i was so angry for for his wife on behalf of his wife to say see this guy oh, last part last part last yeah. last part i at first i thought that valkyma's wife did i get his surname valkyma yeah Kilmer, that, yeah yeah was going to was going to put him in trouble and then when he got downstairs I, I said downstairs when he got out of the car mm-hmm. and then he looked up and then she you know she kind of like signaled yeah. with her hand because yeah. ah, I was like hey god she, she's not going to put him into trouble and she's I not going to put him into I, trouble I didn't think of her as that no but she was going to do that at first yeah. but you know so eventually yeah. you know love love, love yeah <laughs> love one so can you say this movie is about love no it's not about no, love I, <laughs> I think maybe is it about love I think maybe about <sighs> don't be too much of a workaholic job yeah sprinkle yeah love. yeah let there be let there be work life balance yeah yeah definitely that's and important and obviously because. don't go stealing stealing is not good it's in one of the ten commandments thou yeah. shall not steal true even mm-hmm. if you think you are doing it for the right reasons exactly like, it's not worth it it's not worth it um and that brings us to the end of this Episode, episode yay time goes by so quickly when we're having these conversations I like know. I don't want it to end but our producers are already looking giving us side eye you know, <laughs> saying round up round up round up so yeah guys we need to we need to close out yeah so it's was fun doing this with you Femi as always same here hope you guys learned a thing or two and <laughs> you go and watch the movies or not or you know you're just happy listening to our voices so probably good either way yeah. either listening to our voices or you know watching, watching the, the movies. movies yay yeah and it's a wrap all right bye bye everyone